Welcome again to Pricking the Bubble. This is Mike DeLama. Oh, what's that groan I hear in the background? It must be Dr. Brad Raven. Dr. Raven, how are you? Mike DeLama, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Nice to be the... Nice to be the special guest again. I've always said you were special so. on this wonderful show. Yes, and uh, and how are we doing? How, how how are we getting good reactions from our uh, fans out there? I think so. Our fans, yes, I think so. Yes, we're uh, plowing on to season three, and I think that uh, yeah, it's good. Having having guests certainly is a, a nice touch. Having said that, let's not have a guest, and uh, we'll move on to our other regular, which would be Audio Pete. How are you? I'm very good, Mr. Lama. And I, I should say that we might be diminishing the importance and, uh, of the word special if we call uh, Dr. <laughs> special guest every, when he's on every week. The artist, <laughs> the formerly special guest. How are you, Audio Pete? You're doing I'm well? Good. How's that audio stuff going? Uh, well, it's very easy for me at the moment because Michael Lama is doing all the all the. I know this. Yes, don't say that because now I'm in trouble if it doesn't work. Now, guys, I, uh, I, I'm going to give you a quote. Oh, here uh, we go. Yes, here we go. Patriotism is supporting your country all the time and your government when it deserves it. Mark Twain. Today we're going to be talking about national pride. I know this is a, uh, a, a, a pet peeve of uh, Dr. Raven's. Uh, what would you like to say, especially in these times where the Olympics are on? The Olympics, formerly known as the 2020 Olympics, now known as the 2020 Olympics, but in 2021, it's all about national pride. It's all about standing up and cheering for your country as someone you've never met, never will meet, and who doesn't know who you are, tries to win something. And <laughs> Well, um, the, the, the last... Uh, last week's edition of this, I didn't hear a lot from Audio Pete, which I'm a bit disappointed about. So I think Audio Pete needs to start. I mean, I can always start. That's easy for me, right? Yes, and finish, and some and of the finish. bits in the middle. Yes, and I can and I can do the whole thing. If you, in fact, I'm actually wondering why. Thank you very you much, guys. That's, even here, get off. So, that is an, um, an interesting question. I've never really asked Audio Pete what his thoughts are about yeah, national. So pride. I want to hear. I want to. I want to go straight to Audio Pete and hear on this. Yeah. No well, pressure. Uh, 40 minutes, well, go for it. Patri- patriotism, if I can say the word, patriotism, uh, uh, it, it's, it, I, I regard it with suspicion and um, and I think like the more patriot, patriotic a country is, the more aggressive and dangerous they are on the world stage. So I, I prefer myself that we, we keep our patriotism like under control. I, I, I prefer patriotism that is be characterised more like you just like where you're living, the place where you're living, you think it's good, and you prefer to live there than anywhere else. I think that, we, that that's as far as patriotism should go. We shouldn't be on the world stage saying, we are the greatest, nana, in your face. I think that, that that's going a bit too far, and I, I think that's what the Olympics tends to, does, tends to do a little bit. Yeah, it does <laughs> we are the greatest. Here we got all these medals, and you got nothing. <laughs> uh... There is there is a uh, an element of that when you look at the the way they finish their Olympics reports each night, which is the medal tally, which yes. is just to remind you just who yes. is better than everyone else. Who, who are we trying to impress with that? Yes, I mean, well, are that's... we trying to impress other because other countries are just going to say we hate you because you've got lots of medals. <laughs> They're not going to say, oh, oh, geez, I'd like to be. 
one of them. Yeah, I I don't think nationalism and patriotism are the same. They're not. Oh, not not quite the same. No, that's right. No, I think they're used interchangeably, but they're not the same. Um, nationalism, I think, is more dangerous. Patriotism is to say, well, you know, I like my country and I will work toward making my country better, whatever that means. Nationalism is to say, oh, you know, my country is better than yours. Look at we, look at me, and I won more medals. You know, I think um, that. Wouldn't you say patriotism would feed into nationalism a little bit, though? Wouldn't yeah, you say it does. Yeah. Pa- pa- um, patriotism is a subset. Yes. Yes. I think... So, um, yeah, I was go just going to say that the, the non-sporting way that I kind of look at it is I, I, it shows up a lot in our politics at the moment. So I see um, it as, as politicians trying to rally their, rally support and hijack people's blind allegiance to the country, and then they try and relate it to their politics. So there's a lot of stuff that I, that I will see in, say, Question yep. Time. I'm a fan of Question Time. Yes, I know it's ridiculous, but one of the things that a lot of the politicians do is when someone's asking a question of the government, from the government, so the Dorothy Dixit questions, they call them, the person will ask the question and then then the minister who's going to answer will say, thank you, and I'd like to thank that person also for their service to our country in the, and they'll say whether it's in the uh, uh, defence or whether they, I'd like to thank them for their service to the country in the as a doctor or in the arts or they were a farmer. There's there's always an attempt to make loving your country a political issue or to connect it to that way there. And I find that pretty scumbaggy because mm-hmm. it's hijacking an emotion. You know, it's a, it's a good marketing ploy. It's hijacking an emotion that someone might have for their country. Like, oh, you know, my son was in the army. And so when this person's asking the question and they're in the army, I feel that sense of, you know, connection to them. And I find that to be complete bullshit and, and dishonest in a way because you're you're hijacking an emotion and connecting it to an unrelated issue. Don't you? Do you guys ever see any of that stuff, or is it just me who gets pissed off with that? No, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. I don't understand how I can take um, happiness or pride in someone else's achievement, in someone else's win. I may look upon that person. Um, you know, and and I, I may understand a lot of what that person has gone through, or I may take something from that. But I, at a, at a national level, I don't understand it. Why do I care that someone wins a gold medal? Okay, so we, Australia's got good swimmers, great, great. But why do I care that they have won a gold medal? Do I care? Why does anyone care? Why should anyone care? Like what, does it mean? what does it mean for the country? It doesn't mean a single thing for the country. And this is what really frustrates me about this stuff. It, it means something for the person and for their mm. family. I, I, I get that. I totally get that. But for me, no, it means nothing. If my, if my child um, was in there, then yes, because that's connected to me. Even if one of your kids were in there, you mm. are connected to me, and by by transitivity, so is your child. So you know, Mike the Llama, if your child went and went and did something, and and it could be anything, it doesn't even have to be sports. She won the the, the national science project. I, I will celebrate that. I'm happy about that, right? Because I'm connected to you. But if some 
person, some other person's child won the National Science Prize. Well, why do I care? Great, so, great. So then hold on. I understand what I, you're I shouldn't saying. Say, I sh- I, I'm being very flippant and I shouldn't be so flippant. No, but I right? understand what you're saying. But I'm wondering to, to, to what extent, where does that stop? So if it's someone, say if it's my brother and one of his kids, would you care? If it was my brother's best friend and one of their kids, would you not care? At what point do you stop caring? And at what point, at why is it that well, the point again, that you stop caring? Well, you know, when you when you say care, care is a bit of a loaded word. It's not that I don't care. Um, when does it's it not stop affecting you emotionally? Yeah, it's 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 it, again. It's not that I don't care about it. It's more that I I I don't really understand why we are we are encouraged to have worship for such things, right? And 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 it's it's not even equivalent. I mean, why why worship? Um, why worship someone winning a gold medal, but not worship someone who's doing cancer research? Right? Uh, would you be worshipping that person for as an individual, or would you say, look at that, it's another Australian invention? When you do both, why wouldn't you do both? Well, you've just said that you don't want to do both <laughs> for the Olympics. So someone's winning a gold medal, and you're saying, well, good on them, it doesn't affect me. No, is it what, because what, it's what not I'm... affecting you? Like the, the cancer research may affect you. No, it do, I'm, I'm just saying it's not that it's not it's not that it doesn't affect me. I'm just simply questioning. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm simply saying, well, okay, why why is it important for a country to win a gold medal, and why is it important for anyone else to be told to care about that? And I suspect the answer is big business. So what about in the instances that we said before where we have, um, you know, blind support for, say, our armed forces? You know, we have this written, unwritten agreement in politics that both whoever is in charge is automatically supported by the other side. Is that a good way to go? Because that's kind of like, you know, that's the patriotism thing. Again, that's the national pride. Whatever the army is going to do, whatever we say the army's going to do, the other side of politics will support it so that there's no arming or arring. You just have this this agreement. Do you get what I'm saying? No, not really. So if we decide, if the government decides to go, or like they did back in the 90s, they decided they'll go and join in the uh, invading Iraq, the other side of politics said, yes, okay, we'll support whatever the troops do. So it doesn't matter what it was that they were doing, they they automatically support it. Now, yeah. isn't that a blind sort of patriotism? Well, it is, but that's sort of falls into command and and it sort of falls into training your mind to be like that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but except if the other side of politics was in power, they may not have made that same decision and then the other side of politics would have had to agree with that. So where's the logic in this? Is it just to try and eliminate argue bargy when it comes to what could possibly be a conflict maybe i don't know audio what do you think you're more <laughs> you're more uh, aligned not aligned you're more in touch with your what's the word <laughs> uh, i don't know weaponry i got no idea where i'm going with that oh <laughs> uh, i don't know I, I mean as far as armed forces i think it's a, a different it's a different thing to if we were talking about sports people because the armed forces, those people actually do risk their lives 
um, at least the ones, you know, of, all of them actually uh, experience um, real uh, anxiety stemming from real um, threats to their own life and safety and, and to their humanity from seeing horrible things that affect affect you. And I think I, I'm, I've got no problem with people who, um, who will pay their respects to the, the military, uh, even if it seems a political thing, because if you look at the military, uh, uh, or people coming out of the military and from war zones, they suffer terribly as far as um, the, psychologically. So uh, I, th I think it's high time that people do acknowledge, um, you know, the the sort of um, uh, the, the the sacrifices that the military make. I don't extend that to sports people because basically sports sports is a, an endeavour for your own gratification. Um, for the sports people's own benefit and gratification. If they get to do that on the national stage, that's great. They can sort of enjoy the national support. So I, I, I don't think they're one and the same, like, uh, you know, supporting the sports people and supporting the... <laughs> what you just said then about supporting the armed forces, isn't that something we should be more likely to question because of the potential consequences if someone's going to the Olympics and swimming yes. and they lose, there is yeah. zero impact on any of us other than yeah. some sad swimmers. Yes. Um, but if someone has made a decision to go to war and we mm -hmm. are just blindly following that because of yeah. some sort of patriotism or, or yeah. national pride, isn't that a problem? I would I would say that because it, it's it's an acknowledgement of the consequences of war. I think one of the things that if if you can remember the sacrifices people make and the ongoing struggles that they have going back to normal life again after going through all that, I think if we can remember that effect that has on humanity, then we're less likely to want to go and do it all over again and start another war and join in with it because we know it's not just a matter of winning the war we've got to we've got to be able to um i, I you know, think that's provide, actually provide the bit, those people you, you, sorry yeah i'm just gonna say i think you've made a really good point in that i think that's the part that's been forgotten so we mm. might celebrate I think Audio Day every year. started with a good point when he said what did you say at the start i treat i treat nationalism or something with suspicion or Oh mm. yeah, patriotism with suspicion. But yeah, probably nationalism is the is why I treat patriotism with suspicion. Because what is the point of patriotism in the end? I mean, what what is it? Is it what are you trying to do? Are you trying to say yes, my country is great, and I want everyone else to know that? Or and what is the consequence of patriotism? Does it mean that every time someone slights us, that we have to react and do something about it? Like, uh, do I? Well, are we do doing I, it for ourselves? They say that Australians are sheep shaggers. You know what? <laughs> what do I? What is the point of patriotism? That's what I. That's what I would ask. But you isn't know? it usually something that's asked of you rather than you doing yourself? Which means if someone's asking you to do something, they must have a reason. Like, what do you uh, mean? I don't. I, well, I don't get it. You can go past someone's house and you'll see someone flying a flag. Yes. Now, yeah. They're they're not being asked to do that that they might be doing that off the their own you know they, they just feel the need to do it but if if there's a, a politician that's asking you to 
support your country for some reason, they must have a reason for asking that. And it's because they require your, whether it's blind allegiance, they require your support or your allegiance mm. for something else that's coming up. It's not just because they want you to be, hey, Team Australia, let's go. It's yeah. not that there's always a reason. There's always something brewing, I guess. Well, what does it say? To you? What do you what do you think it says? If you in America, we're so used to seeing people flying flags and that sort of thing. But yeah. what is it when you see someone with an Australian flag? And we've got in in my town in St Andrews, there's uh, one of the houses that always has an Australian flag fly, flying. Yeah. And and um, what is it that you think that means in Australia anyway? If someone's got a flag, what are they saying? I, I, for me, yeah, if I saw yeah. someone flying a flag, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I would feel that this person likes Australia. They're proud yep. of their nation. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Maybe part of me might think they're a little bit brainwashed. Maybe say, you know, they're they're part of their part of their nation. They love see, their nation. For for me, when I see it, I I can't help but think that the person might be a bit of a knob. And and I know that that's probably not really the right thing to be thinking because perhaps I've been brainwashed into into thinking that blind national allegiance is a stupid thing to do, and I'm making yeah. an assumption when I see that. But so this the same thing. There's a person down the street that always has the flag. I have a couple of thoughts when I see it. The first one is, well, you don't take that in every night, and you're meant to. That's part of the isn't that part of the rule, the, yeah. the or the the unwritten rule again. You, if mm. you fly a flag, you should take it down each night, take it inside, yeah, it and then up, put it up yeah. again the next day. Yeah. So they're not doing that. So I think to myself, right, so your your level of understanding or respect is not quite as high as I understand that it should be. So therefore, mm. why are you flying this? Uh, are you, and, and it could be. I believe the person is from a Southern European background, so I, I can only assume, and they're an older person, so I make, I, I make an assumption when I see it that they – have come across in whatever it was years and they've received support from the government they received um well they've been welcomed into society and so they're proud of where they've moved to that's my positive spin on it that i see that, that as someone as a a grateful a grateful person who's moved into our nation but if i see uh shazza and dazza raising a flag down the street yeah I, i'm more difference. inclined to think they might be a bit of a knob yeah, I think yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with what you've just said. I, I absolutely see the difference you're you're making. Yeah, and I agree with it. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. See, if I was to raise a flag myself, the reason would be that I love my country and I think that the values of the country are worth supporting, um, which I believe about my country. You know, anyone, you know, if you even if you haven't travelled, you'd know, you know that. Um, we're living in a pretty lucky part of the world, and we we can achieve changes in our society without all the bloodshed that seems to have to happen in other other. Well, do they other... do it in other places? I mean, you've travelled a fair bit, and the places I've been to, I yeah. only really recall seeing it in America. I don't recall seeing anyone having their flag up in other countries throughout yeah. Asia or Europe. Is that yeah? In the US, it's prevalent, and usually yeah. it comes out of complete knobbery. <laughs> it's, it's it's honestly. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I lived in Texas for those of you that have watched uh, pre or heard rather previous uh, podcasts. Um, and in Texas, it was very prevalent, not only 
not only the US flag but the um, the rebel flag. Okay, oh, we're, we're making we're, this is all so simple. Um, um, politics, big business, hand in hand. Right? Mm. Politics, big business, hand in hand. The the real people that run the country are big business. Now, I'm not saying that from the standpoint. I, I'm not like, like saying the Illuminati. Ooh, <laughs> no. No, I'm sim- you know I'm not Good. saying that from the standpoint of a conspiracy. I'm I'm saying it from the standpoint of simple observation. Big business effectively runs the country, and it probably runs your country, the one that that whoever that's not in Australia that's listening, right? Um, and nationalism and gold medals and winning this and winning that and the Wimbledon and winning this other stupid event, that all the the, the the engenderment of pride is there to generate money, nothing else. And this is what is what I find very frustrating, and but, and but and why it, it makes me so that? unhappy. Yes, is it, it is, hundred percent. But you don't everything. Think. You need to understand everything in life. Everything yes. in life is all about someone else wanting to take your money. Yeah, no, or your resources. I can agree to that. I agree with that. That's it. There's nothing else. Nothing else exists. Please don't don't. Freaking go nuts on me, okay? <laughs> but That's having ev- said, hold on. Having said that though, and I, and just let's assume I'm accepting that. Does that still take away from, or does it take completely away from the fact that we're living in a world that's a bit shitty at the moment, and sometimes it's nice to have nice things. And if we can watch um, the Olympics and see someone who looks a bit like us, maybe, or sounds a bit like us, doing something good. Does that take away from us having a bit of a cheer and saying, hey, good on you? It, 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 it's, not that it, uh, it's not that it takes away anything from anyone. People, people should do whatever they please. We live in a free society, at least I hope some of us do, right? And yes. I always hope that for those that don't live in a free society, I hope that one day you will. Um, but be, be aware... Um, be aware of where it comes from. Be aware of everything that's around you, right? Be aware that you know you, you your your perception of your freedom and your freedom to choose. It's so important to understand these concepts. Be aware that your freedom, freedom to choose, freedom to worship, democracy, is all driven by the the single idea of someone wanting to separate you from your resources that's it and in and in your in everyone's case personal resources is usually money right so is that what national days are all about is absolutely to, to whip up a frenzy of of uh, people to Absol- go out and absolutely. buy things absolutely it's all about making making the frenzy selling more stuff and making sure that you know you the more big business that exists the more politics becomes easier and the more people become easier to control. That's so, what it's about. So it the really fact that is. politics is now more and more, I mean, it, clearly it used to be a big thing in, the, in, say, the 30s or even before that, but do you think the fact that it's become more of a, uh, a factor in politics these days where they're trying to rely on people to, to lean on that national pride, do you think that's just a reflection of the diminished standards of the politicians or is it because they know that it works so i don't really explain that again so let's take our prime minister for example and the his particular party they're very strong 
on uh, promoting things or, or trying to get people to feel some sort of level of pride about the country. Um, <clears throat> what I'm asking is, do you think that that's a reflection on the, the just how crap politics is at the moment, or do you think that they're using it as a marketing ploy because they know that it works? I think it's a bit of both. I think it's easy to throw out a line there and to say to people, you should have national, you should have pride in your country, right? Mm. Have pride in what you do, have pride in your country. And, and the reason it's so easy is because it takes away from the politician. They don't need to do anything, yeah. right? And if and if something goes wrong, then it's you not having pride. It, it's 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 a win-win for them. If if everything goes well, and everything goes superb then, oh, look at me. I'm the one that told you to have national pride. Look how well that's worked. But if mm. everything doesn't go well, it's you not having enough national pride or you not having any pride. So for them, for a politician, it's a win-win. And again, the more they can get you to have national pride, the more they can get you to use these buzzwords and stuff like that, um, the, more, the, the more they can... Well, the more they can support big business, the more they can support a lot of their mates with big business and so on and so forth. Um, just just thinking of it at, at a different level. So, Audio Pete, where you live, I'm sure the um, – I'm going to say marketing, but it's not necessarily the word I want to use. The marketing for, say, local governments in your area would be about how uh, nice the area is. You know, we've got lots of trees. We've got lots of natural – uh, looking areas and all that sort of, um, you know, pleasant sort of things. Isn't yeah. that kind of at the very low level? Because, I, I mean, you live there. It's not like you're trying to – they're not trying to extract more money out of you, are they? Because that's a very low level of pride, not national pride, that's local pride. Is yeah, it, we, it, have, we have what's – well, we're in the green – what's known as the green wedge of Melbourne that is a segment of the metropolitan area that's – got a lot more trees and there's less development, less industry and that sort of thing and more, it's more rural. And mm. the main struggle is to keep it that way, whereas, you know, you have the normal pressures to build more and make, as a place becomes more popular, people want to move there. So they have to build housing. So and it then, is a marketing ploy. Yeah. If they build housing, then it becomes less desirable to for, for the reasons that it is the way it is and that there's not much housing here, there's more trees. Except so that's so why they... when when oh, there sorry. was that um, big storm that happened, did you guys like suffer a bit of a disaster because of trees falling and all that stuff? Or not in my area. Um, St Andrews was pretty unscathed. We, we even kept our power, like, but there were areas around more east of Melbourne that. Uh, so that's were... another thing, right? Politicians love disasters. Love yeah. disasters. <laughs> Absolutely love. Don't ever see people frustrate me because they always. They, they, they always, um, you know, they always think, pol I don't know, do people think that? Do people think that politicians have the right way of thinking or the right thing in mind? Don't know. I, um, I just think disasters are used as a way to pull on the heartstrings a bit more. You know, oh, the, mate, the spirit of mateship, the fact that we all pull together and we all donate and help, isn't it again kind of pandering to the national pride it thing? It is, absolutely. That's my That's point. The That's why they spirit. love disasters. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, we didn't we didn't have that sort of disaster here. But just to to answer your your question about um, uh, yeah, the, I think every area has its has its thing that they're proud of. But yeah, in my area, it's the the rural nature. It tends to attract the uh, 
um, more hippies, I suppose, if you're going to use a <laughs> simple term. Nice. Um, and uh, and people are proud of that. They are proud of that sort of side of, of our area. Um, uh, it's, it's a small-scale national pride, I suppose you would call it. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking at where I am here, I'm not sure what we'd have to be proud of. They, they had a ranking a couple of years back of the suburbs of Melbourne, and uh, my particular suburb came second last. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure what they would say. Uh, it's maybe the selling point is it's yeah, near to other point, suburbs. Right? Why? Why? But this is it. Why do you need a ranking? Why do you yeah, need a ranking? That's right. I don't know what the I don't well, know what, what the point was. What does it was. mean? What does it? What are you ranking against, and what does that even mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. And and the whole idea that you the the whole idea of creating a ranking is to either create pride or ire in people. If you create pride, then you're saying to people, "Great, that look at this, you're better than someone else. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep buying this to do what you're doing." And if you're creating ire, you're saying, "Well, look at this. Why aren't you as good as these other guys?" Now, let's say you create ire in people. I R E, by the way. Right? Yes, yes. Those that, um, if you're creating ire in people, then that's either going to put people into action or it's going to put it's going to make people upset, right? But either way, action or upset, you can sell more shit to people, right? <laughs> no, think about it. Think about it. If 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 people are if people um if you put people in ire, and you're going to be able to sell more crap to them to encourage them to bring them to, 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 to be better than whatever the other person is or the other suburb, right? Do you see what I'm saying? If you're, if, if the ire leads to people being upset, you're still going to be able to sell to people by, by saying, oh, well, we know that you're upset, but look, if you go and buy this, look at this great new TV and, you know, whatever Netflix you can buy, go, go and buy it. We'll give you a Netflix special and, and this will take everything away from you. That's why, and, and the evidence is behind me. That mm. is why poorer suburbs have more, um, a higher density of fast food places, right? Yes. Well, I and, just have to look around the corner and they're all on the street next right? to us. So and, yes. and, and why poorer suburbs have – I'm not saying your suburb is poor. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't – I really don't know, nor do I care. I'm just simply making the point, right? Because fast food places know that people who are poorer are generally a little bit more depressed, and generally speaking, you can create pleasure zones by selling them more fast food. Because it's more certainly not shit, cheaper to go there than to get More shit that they don't need or more shit that's not good for them. The mm. same exact thing is happening with national pride. If you can say to someone, if you can convince someone to care whether or not Australia wins a gold medal, right, then you can sell them more crap. It's all about – it's more all about fooling people into – absolutely believing that they are somehow connected to something that they're really not, so you can simply sell them more stuff. Audio, Pete, I heard you smirk. I don't know, it's because I thought someone farted then. <laughs> Excellent. No, I know. Uh, what, what I was going to say was, um, look, isn't there also a positive in that if you watch, if you have a small child watching the Olympics and they see someone swimming and you hear the story they used to be an asthmatic, well, they probably still are. They were asthmatic and they wanted to do this and that to try and improve their health and feel better. And it encourages that kid to go and do a they, they may not win a gold medal, but they still be taking steps to improve their life. Yeah. That, look, I, I can't disagree with that. I cannot disagree with that. 
I, I think that is um, um, this lockdown. I, 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 I think that is an absolutely amazing aspect of of something that um, sport, for example, can deliver. And it's not only about winning. Let me say that as well. I think you can have the same effect by by showing someone who has worked hard. But that's exactly my point. Or I'm making my own point. You can show, you can have exactly the same effect. Do you remember um, in the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, many, many winters ago, Eddie the Eagle? Yes. Right? <laughs> Eddie the Eagle from the UK. Yes. And he did the, the ski jump. Yep. Right? And he lost. He came last, I think. Yes. Right? But he was regarded as a national hero. Or, There's a movie or, or, about him as well. Yeah. And, and I think, I, I think that's, that's when things were a little bit more pure. That's when things were a little bit more sensible, a little bit more pure. See, he fought to get into the Olympics. He got in, he got in, and he lost. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a wonderful story there, and you can draw as much inspiration as as a gold medal winner. Look, they've from... had the same thing in swimming. I remember there was a couple of years or a couple of Olympics back, there was this guy from Africa and yes, he, he was yes. like 700 Swim. laps behind. Yes, um, yes. And and everyone was cheering him on like he was winning, and and he eventually finished. And it was you know personal best, best for the country, all that sort of business. Yes, um, yes. You know, so now that's definitely awesome positive. in my mind. That's awesome, but I mean that's not something you. In general, those are very two two very niche cases, and in general, that's not something that a big business can sell. And that's why you you will hear about those things only because they are oddities and they're also there's no threat they're no threat to the to the people who are genuinely winning those uh events that's That's, it now that's why it's okay i I wonder if you would ever be able to in the in in the modern day if you would be able to get an another eddie the eagle or or this swimmer guy whose name we don't know yeah um you know um you know would you be able to get that in these modern olympics i don't know I i really don't know i'm simply commenting on the point that I, it's not a lot of people who speak with me think I've got something against sport. It's not sport that I've got anything against. It's the commercialization of it. It's the same as the commercialization of Christmas or Mother's Day, Father's Day, Easter, all of those holidays, a national holiday, right? What, what, whatever, whatever the. It's all about being able to sell you more shit. That's mm. what it's about. It's not about Christmas. Should not be about selling me more shit, and it should not be about. Um, pre- presence, you know, and 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 you can see it. The evidence is there is so much evidence there. I don't know what happens in other countries, but in Australia, literally three days after Christmas, they're pushing out the hot cross buns for Easter. <laughs> right. right? They're pushing out the Easter eggs. That's a. It's a disgusting commercial move. It's well, disgusting. That that right? makes your point even better than anything else you've said because it's. This again, is exactly it, it, why, I, as an individual, I don't like giving presents and I don't like receiving presents. I just thought that's because you were a scumbag. No, okay. I don't like it. I don't like any of those things. You know, I, 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 if, if I invite someone over for dinner or lunch or whatever, I don't expect anything in return. I expect good conversation. I expect good friendship, good, you know, a good time. But I don't expect a present or a good time that escalated. And and if you bring a bottle of wine, that's great. You bring a bottle of wine. If you don't, I don't care. I'll I'll bring out some wine. That's my point is I I value things for what they are rather than for the the, and, and I absolutely see through the scam that big business constantly plays of wanting to sell me more crap. And okay, so, people need so, to be the same. 
and that's all, seen... and nationalistic pride nationalistic pride is <laughs> nothing more than a big selling campaign nothing more than that it really is yeah, do you that's... so how how would you explain it or would you let you know, I told you about the person down the road who has the flag out the front, and they might have their reasons for uh, feeling some sort of uh, thanks or giving thanks to the country that's welcomed them. To, yeah. It, would you yeah. Would you bother explaining that? So, would you say, mm, you know, I understand where you're coming from, but you're no, buying into. I, no, I no, I wouldn't. Why would I? Why would I bother explaining that to them? I mean, who am I? Who am I to go away and say that, right? <laughs> I don't know what their reasons are, and 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 if I ended up with a conversation with someone, I may express the opinion that I'm currently expressing. Mm. But you know, if but if the person, a person who is on a journey of discovery, might discover this podcast, hopefully thousands do, you know, and <laughs> and and they may change their mind, or they may agree or disagree with what I'm with what I'm saying. But um, in, in all honesty, national pride would not exist if people couldn't sell you things, if it wasn't po po politically expedient for it to exist. It's so, all about selling you things. Yeah, yeah, really that's right. But, but that's not going anywhere. So we know that's not going anywhere. So what's the, what's the solution? for? for well, there is is the, the solution is education, just like education is the solution to most things. People should be doing more reading. People should be doing more understanding. There's no, I'm not saying to people to not take pride in, in a person's Olympic achievement or something like that. If mm. that Olympic achievement means something to you, I'm not here to tell you that that's wrong. I'm not here to say to you that that, that, that is um, something that's bad. What I am here to say is, as a nation, we shouldn't be funding someone to go and win an Olympic gold medal as a nation. Because that can gold medal means nothing right no it's i'm funny. serious that gold medal is nothing more than 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 a big business being able to sell more crap i mean you know case in point currently one of the australian supermarkets is doing um is is doing some sort of promotion whereby if you spend i think 20 for every for every 20 dollars that a person spends in the supermarket Mm. They will give you a packet of cards, and your and the idea is that you go away and you collect all. Oh, it's the, got Olympians the, on it or something. All the Olympians, Australian right. Olympians that are in the Olympics. I mean, if that is not the most blatant in your face, let me slap your face <laughs> with, with the idea of sell. I mean, that promotion wouldn't exist. Why aren't they doing a promotion for all the people who who helped us with COVID? Why aren't they, why aren't they doing that promotion? Why aren't they Maybe taking they will. pictures? You know, because that wouldn't sell, right? That wouldn't sell. You can't. You cannot generate national pride easily from people that are doing research or from people that are, that are creating medicines. Mm. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Pete, Pete, what were you going to say? I was going to say um, the probably one of the effects of just bringing back the issue of COVID is as to highlight exactly what the doctor is saying there is that. We suddenly realised that, especially with AFL sort of stopping the season being disrupted and mm. and with the Olympics um, being delayed and then having no spectators there, how sort of um, uh, it <laughs> important it has become. I've actually heard really ardent AFL supporters um, bemoaning the fact that the footballers are allowed to travel interstate but no one else can. Now, why, why are they travelling interstate? It's just foot. I've heard him actually say, it's just a bloody game. It's just football. 
Yeah, and this would never have happened before before this COVID sort of inter interrupted everything, and it sort of brought that point that you know what 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 is it? Why are we celebrating other people's careers? Why are we identifying with another person's sporting career? Um, and why does that make us feel better about ourselves when they do well in their career? Um, when it's just a it's just a a sporting match and we're seeing that with the olympics like what's the olympics without all the pomp pomp and circumstance and all the cheering crowds and that it's just well, a it is a, interesting a couple of thousand people running around and around yeah. the circle <laughs> it is interesting watching the i watched the soccer yesterday or football and um yeah just the empty stadium and you think yeah. hmm, this yeah. is lacking something a little <laughs> Yeah, but there's nothing right. wrong with person. that. People, there's nothing wrong with people going to watch an AFL game. There's nothing wrong with the AFL at all. No. There's nothing wrong with people wanting to cheer for their Olympic swimmer or or, or whatever. There's yeah. nothing, or, or you know, in the in the UK and Europe in general, the the, the craziness of the soccer, or or as people know it, you know, football, yeah, yeah, if, football you, if you yeah. want to call. It's there's nothing wrong with that. What is wrong with it is you know the the engendered pride the national pride the 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 whole idea that this is the only thing that matters in your life the whole idea that you you are nothing without this and a lot of people do feel that they are nothing without it mm. especially when you look at things like the AFL or the football slash soccer that happens in the UK and in some and in a lot of parts of Europe you know, there's this whole idea that if you are if you are not a Manchester United fan, or if you're not a, uh, um, um, I don't know, Collingwood, my God, you know, if you don't if you're not with Collingwood, or in your case, Mike the Llama, North Melbourne, oh <laughs> my God, how, how can you not follow this this great sport, this great? Now, I mean, come on, follow it. No one's saying don't, but ha have a bit of a brain. That they, they they're doing it to sell you more shit. But they're doing it, and they're doing it slowly. But you seemingly forget it, with see, a lot of it's that. It's a good point. It's a good point that Pete made. That you've just made. <laughs> no, it's a good point that Pete made with with the with the with COVID coming in. Yes. That people have sort of woken up to that now, and they're saying, "Oh, hang on a sec. What's more important here? You know, COVID's this is affecting our lives. Why are these people able to travel? Yeah, but why are they people... better than me? Why are they no, better? Hold than on. Me? Well, you know what I say to you. Yes. If you think that when you look at a footballer that's travelling and you're not travelling, when you see a footballer that's able to go to a hotel, swim in the pool and do a whole bunch of other things you're not allowed to do, you did that. You, the fan, allowed that to happen. You, the fan, demanded that that footballer or that sports person is better than you, is better than you. That's, what I was you allowed say... that to happen. Just you allowed what? your brain to be manipulated by big business Stop to it. sell you more bigger TVs, more Netflix, better. You know, the same applies to actors. And oh, there are some models. Change topics while you at do least actors on. have at least actors have skill. <laughs> models. What the f do they do? Okay, stop. Right? What I was going to say, <laughs> what I was going to say was, you you've kind of uh, touched on something that a lot of these people who love this sport so much and focus on it entirely. And then might be questioning, oh, well, why are they allowed to travel interstate? They've probably never had anything quite important in their lives before that has challenged their their. Sport. Yeah, but so what? So no, what? But, That's not but, an excuse. Don't it's give not me an excuse. excuse. 
I'm don't not, tell I'm me not, that you don't have anything important in your life. I'm, get something important in your I'm life. I'm not presenting. Your life is important. Go and get something. Go get an education. Read I'm not a book. Presenting Read it a book. I'm not presenting as an excuse. I'm presenting it as a finally these people have shown have had something shown to them that is more important, and it just happens to be remaining alive. So <laughs> coronavirus vaccine, that probably trumps their love of football just a little bit because you need it to stay alive, whereas you, you know, beforehand you thought that football was your life. Anyway, I, we may be a little bit off topic. We, we are. But the thing is, it's it's it sounds it sounds a lot of it sounds like a lot of it is off topic, but it isn't. It's all connected. Oh, no, it's sure. all connected. Sport is simply a vehicle for engendering pride, and at some levels, national pride, and that, as we have established, is a vehicle for selling you more stuff. Well, it's more, right? largely all we have at the moment. There's nothing. I can't think of anything else aside from the fact that we managed to. Uh, avoid having horrible what do you mean deaths. It's during... all we have. What no, do you hold mean on. It's all hold we on. Have? I don't understand that. Well, explain. well, if you shut up, I'll explain to you. During this whole COVID outbreak, we've been able to probably generate a level of national pride because we're the country that's probably, aside from New Zealand, had the least impact. There have been the fewest, fewer deaths, and, and people haven't been sick, and we've generally, you know, come out of it unscathed. The the problem we have now is that because our vaccine rollout is dodgy, we don't have that same level. It's, you see how quickly people can turn. It's like, hey, Australia's number one because we're not getting sick. Oh, we haven't got enough vaccine. The government sucks. You see the way it quickly changes? We're not, we're not blindly, we're not at that point where we will blindly follow the government or, or the government who happens to be in charge at the moment telling us anything at all. So sport is a nice little inter interruption in between our we're happy with ourselves and we're really not happy with ourselves which is the two ends of the of the corona but again don't misunderstand what i'm saying i'm not saying that people shouldn't go and look at sport no but it's a or distraction in, it's a distraction is all it is fine let it be a distraction yeah, let well, it be it whatever you want it to be but you know all i'm saying is you know, get an education. This is a perfect time. This is a perfect time for a lot of people that may be locked down, or for a lot of people that aren't doing get a remote learning. Yeah, read a yeah, read a book. Get get. Hey, I started. We, a we live in an age. We live in an age down. now where you can subscribe to an online course. In most cases, for free. In most cases, for free. Mine is not and, free. You know, and and in and in a lot of cases for cheap, right? And you can go learn a language, you can go learn to program, you can go go learn to do art, you can do so many, so many, so many things. And I'm not saying don't go and watch sport. I'm saying that your life and your ability to to learn things and do things is far more in, important than your worship of someone else's ability to go and kick a freaking ball. And you the know? irony is that all this sport we're watching is the one thing in lockdown people can't go out and necessarily do and become good at. So we have to rely on others to be good at it. I'm just anyway. saying, right, really, you've got, to, you've got to look at – people need to really look at themselves. I'm not saying don't not, not to like sport. I think – um, I think sport is important for a billion reasons. I think it's important. And I think the people who, who play it and play it well, um, you know, they're just simply amazing. They are amazing to watch. They're amazing to see. But don't let yourself get inculcated to a point where you're simply a mindless mass that's being sold things to. And why do people do sport and rather than go out and learn a language why do people sit there and watch because it's TV? easier what it's easier they're lazy 
They're completely lazy, right? And if you were to say to someone that they were lazy, most people would get upset and punch you in the head. But it's the truth. You are freaking too lazy. lazy. Anyway, on that note, (laughs) on that another insulting note, I'm going to say thank you very much. I'm not sure we've uh, really established anything, but thank you again, Dr. Raven. Thank you, Audio Pete. No Thank you, Mike Delama. Thank you, Mike Audio Lama. Pete. Again, will... I, I, want, I want to say in closing, yes. I, yes. I, the, the whole idea of these discussions is not to berate people or to make people feel like they're lower than other people. That's it's just to, a happy bonus. It's it's just it's 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 to be able to say to people, you need to think a little bit more. It's effectively pricking their bubble, right? You need to think a little bit more about what you're doing with your life. I, I think people are amazing and I think people have got um, amazing in, in intelligence, but they're not using it. And that, in my view, is the biggest sin to and have it. Smell. Well, some do. And that's, even that's okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you in the next one. Yep, hopefully in the next one. See ya.